one fund on point for today and the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, it's the ETF of the week where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify, a site that has everything you need to be a savvy, smart, and most importantly, well-informed investor. It's vetify.com on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. Tom Lydon is the vice chairman there, and he's our guest every week. Tom, great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The Direction NASDAQ 100 Equal Weight Index Shares ETF, ticker symbol QQQE. It's the QQQE, the Direction NASDAQ 100 Equal Weighted Index Shares. Now, of course, equal weighting and NASDAQ, those are the two key words here, Tom, would seem to be pretty timely. I mean, you don't have to even be a trend follower to guess that this one has been on the rise of late. Well, it has, Chuck, but the QQQ or the pure cap-weighted NASDAQ 100 has really been the the area of the market that we've seen a huge run-up. The NASDAQ 100 itself, as we speak, is up 33% year-to-date. And just to put that into perspective, the S&P 500 is up only 9% year-to-date, but if you took out the top 10 stocks in the NASDAQ 100, which tend to be the same stocks that are the top 10 cap-weighted stocks in the uh, S&P 500. So both of them, S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, top 10 stocks, weightings of 25 to 30%, that's where most of the movement in the U.S. stock market has been this year. Because again, you take them out, S&P 500 is basically flat, the Dow is flat, and also small cap indexes and mid cap indexes are flat year to date. So it's back to the FANG story again, Chuck. It's, you know, Apple, Google, Amazon, Microsoft. And then today, this week, more big news about NVIDIA that's having another big spike, which is a big holding, as you can imagine, for both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ 100. So why am I bringing up an equal weight strategy. I think a lot of people out there are still a little bit concerned about where the economy is, where the market is. And when when they see these huge moves in just a few number of stocks and you feel like, geez, how can I buy in now? Well, here's an opportunity to get into a tech savvy progressive growth index, but without having too much emphasis on those stocks that have that had that big run. Equal weighting, of course, is exactly what it sounds like. I guess the question would be, are you adding this so that somebody who has some QQQ exposure, the cap-weighted traditional index, do you add this or is this a way of putting the brakes on and, and you know checking and balance? How do you use this in a portfolio, especially if you already have the traditional cap-weighted index? Well, if you have the cap-weighted NASDAQ 100 or the QQQs or something equivalent, you're happy. You're really happy because you've been able to allocate into an area of the market that's moved. So that's great. And I'm not saying sell that. However, if you don't have that, or if you do have it and you're thinking about, I like those stocks and I'd like to add more, but I don't want to be too aggressive. You look at the underlying companies in the NASDAQ 100 
there are a lot of well-known companies that you would know that you feel good about, but they have yet to have meaningful moves so far year to date. Look, if the economy is still on track, the Fed is applying medicine and it's working. Most advisors, and as you know, we're surveying advisors all the time, believe in the next couple of weeks, the next Fed meeting, that the Fed will hike rates one more time for 25 basis points, and that will be it. Most people feel that the Fed will be done hiking interest rates and that a year from now we'll see lower rates than we see today. That's good for the market. And also, if you look back in history, at the period of time when the Fed hiked its last hike and before they reduced interest rates the next time around, that period or that window, whether it be three months or six months or 10 months, used to be traditionally a real good time for the stock market. So even though there's some skepticism out there, there's a little concern about volatility, when you look at trends, there are a lot of favorable trends in place. And in fact, a handful of stocks have done really, really well. I'm not saying double down on those stocks or even dive into those stocks right now if you haven't had them in your portfolio. But here's a way to diversify your and make sure that you're not too heavily weighted in a certain area. It is a fund that traditionally moves not counter to the index, because of course it is the index, but you kind of have that expectation that if the index is in the conditions we have right now, it will lag. And it is about half thus far this year of what the QQQs have done. But the flip side of that is, once you get to better, broader market conditions, it winds up evening out. So for somebody who's looking at portfolio building, how much of a portfolio do you let this be? And as you point out, it's not a replacement for the QQQs, but if you're using them in concert, how do you balance them off? You have to feel that in the future, innovative technology is something that's important to your portfolio. Just naturally, if you're buying major market indexes like the S&P 500, Information technology is about 26% of the S&P 500 these days. That's huge, being the biggest allocation. So you're already participating, but if you look at that allocation, it's only a handful of stocks. So if you like that area of the marketplace, if you like growth, if you feel innovation is going to continue to move forward at a faster pace, my point is you're already invested in that area in a handful of stocks. How about give some of those other stocks a chance by looking at all the other constituents that make up the NASDAQ 100 and have an equal weighting? That way, if we do see a pullback in those top 10 stocks or those other companies that don't have as heavy a weighting start to catch up, it's actually meaningful to your portfolio. It's the QQQE, the direction NASDAQ 100 equal weighted index shares. The ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at Vetify. Tom, great stuff as always. See you next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production of Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And of course, that's me. But if you want to learn more about my hour-long weekday podcast, lots of great interviews for you every day, well, go to moneylifeshow.com or check us out on your favorite podcast app. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than Vetify.com. On Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. And Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. 
The ETF of the Week is here for you every Thursday. We'd love to hear your questions. You can send them to me, Chuck at MoneyLifeShow.com. Tom may be answering them in future episodes, but we'd also love to hear from you generally. If you don't like us, let us know what you think we should do better. If you do like us, leave a review because they really do help. We'll be back next Thursday. We hope you will be too. And until then, happy investing, everybody. 